Let's check the news. Nathan has your update from the news studio. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. Adair Police Chief and BW Outfitters owner Brad Wint of Denison was found guilty in federal court Wednesday for fraudulently obtaining National Firearms Act regulated machine guns. Wint was found guilty of 11 of the 15 charges that had been levied against him for abusing his status as a police chief to acquire nearly 100 machine guns for himself, his store locations in Denison and Anita, and Williams Contracting, which is owned by his friend Robert Williams. The charges stem from a lengthy investigation by the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Federal Bureau of Investigation. Investigation that culminated with a joint raid on August 31st, 2022, at Wentz store locations, Wentz home, the Adair Police Department, and Williams's home. Wentz faces significant prison time and hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. A sentencing hearing has been scheduled for June 14th. The Audubon Chamber of Commerce held its annual Celebrate Audubon event last week, awarding individuals who had been nominated for Citizen of the Year, Junior Citizen of the Year, as well as the Live Large Award. Audubon Chamber Executive Director Mercedes Johnston says this night is all about celebrating the businesses and individuals who make Audubon the place it is. So any of the awards after nominations that we consider are for those that make an impact in the community. So someone who goes above and beyond the normal to make the community a better place. Winners for the Citizen of the Year Award went to Jan Hilzebeck and Linda Koenig for the decades-long business of Jan's catering. In one of the nomination letters, Hilzebeck and Koenig were said to cater to many organizations, such as the Lions Club, Chamber Groups, Audubon Fair Board, and the Audubon Country Club, along with numerous weddings, funerals, reunions, and graduations. The Junior Citizen of the Year Award was given to Alexis Obermeyer for all of her volunteer hours, working concession stands at sporting events, at the Church for Bible School, and any extra projects that might be happening in the community. Her caring personality is known around the school and the town, and she displays kindness, passion, and a drive that Audubon is looking for in the future citizens uh, of Audubon. The Live Large Award was given to two individuals, Molly Christensen at Audubon Real Estate and Tracy Armantrout at Comfy Corner B&B. Johnson says besides the dedication Armantrout and Christensen have to the community, they're also a huge help to the Chamber of Commerce Board. Those gals were on the chamber board for, their term was supposed to be three years, but they stayed for almost five because of some things going on with the chamber. So they volunteered to stay on extra and help out. They went above and beyond always. They're always willing to give all of their time and commitment to helping the chamber in any way that they can. Along with the awards, local businesses in town donated items to be raffled off to raise money for the Audubon Chamber to assist with funding more events to be held throughout the year. Johnston says the raffle brought in over $2,000, and the number of donated items set a record that the Audubon Chamber hadn't seen in a while. We had 32 auction items donated by all of the businesses around town. That's the most that the Sobrey Audubon Party has had in years. Photos from the award winners have been included with this story on our website. You can find that at 1380kcim.com. And the Coon Rapids Baird and Glen Ralston Community School Districts held a closed session on February 13th to meet with potential candidates for the new superintendent that will be shared between the two districts. There were 11 candidates presented to both boards, nine male, two female, with credentials ranging from specialists in six-year degrees to PhD candidates. Following the meeting, four were selected to be reviewed by the board again in the semifinalist digital screening interviews that will be held on February 20th. Those that exemplify the desired qualifications that were mentioned by stakeholders in both districts from the superintendent survey will be invited to the final face-to-face interviews that will be conducted with a hiring board made of school staff, teachers, parents, students, and community members. 
The final interviews are set for February 27th. Once the new superintendent has officially accepted the position, the hired candidate will lead the school districts in a 50-50 shared agreement starting on July 1st of this year. That is going to be wrapping up your KCIM 7 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cohens reporting. All right, thanks, Nathan, for that news update. We'll uh, check the forecast here coming up in just moments.